everybody and welcome in to our numerology class. Let me get a few things situated here. Here we go. All right, hopefully you guys can see me and hear me okay. We've got some people still joining in. Well, welcome. So this is our numerology class. It is the first class of a three-part series to learn to predict your own 2022. And I'm very excited about this. So um, for 15 years, so since 2006, I have been doing year-end readings for clients where at the end of the year in December, um, I look at your year and I predict what's going to happen. And as we are moving and transforming into the age of Aquarius this year, instead of doing individual readings, I'm actually teaching you how to do your own, which I'm really excited about. And it's really, really fun. So I hope you have your pencils and paper and calculators ready because we do need those things for numerology, although you may not need a calculator, but you definitely want to have something to write on. And so this is going to be a really fun class. I'm very excited. And so today we're going to go through your numerology. Next week, we're going to talk about your esoteric theme and how to work with that theme throughout the year. And then the third and final class and week, we are going to, I'm going to teach you the wheel of time spread um, in the way in which I use it with the tarot to predict your entire year. So it's going to be really, really fun. And you want to have all these tools. This is, this is my process every single year um, for myself is I spend the month of December doing these activities with myself and with my clients to get a really clear picture of what is going to go on the next year. It helps me to set my goals. It helps me to be clear about what I can expect. Um, it's a really, really awesome process. So I hope you enjoy it and that you learn a lot and I'm really excited. So what we're gonna do today with numerology. So we're gonna first talk about how to calculate the collective year for next year. So we are gonna talk about the collective first, meaning the planet, you know, where are we at in this year and in this cycle <clears throat> in numerology? And what does that mean for the whole of humanity? So we're going to talk about that first. Then we're going to go into our personal year. And sorry, I'm letting a bunch of people in here. Here we go. <clears throat> then I'm going to go into your personal year and we're actually going to go through one through nine, all of the meanings for the numbers. And these meanings are gonna be important, not just for your personal year that you calculate, but also um, for your personal month and your personal day, um, as well as many other things that you can calculate in numerology. So we're gonna do collective year, your personal year. We're gonna go through what your personal year means, one through nine. And then we're gonna talk about how to calculate your personal month and your personal day. So you can actually do your numerology all the way down to the hour, but you can absolutely do it your month and your day so that you understand what cycle you're in all throughout the year. So you can take this as deep as you want it to go. And we're gonna go through um, certain parts of that today. So again, make sure you have your journals and everything handy. Um, 
And I want to say hello to everybody who was just on the other call and also welcome in any of you that are new. Um, the Ajata Casa membership is free for the month of December. So if you're in the Ajata Casa platform, um, you are getting this class for free. And if you're not, you want to join and get in for free. Okay. Are you guys ready? I'm so excited. Okay. So I'm going to use a tool in Zoom I've never actually used, which is the whiteboard. So let me bring this up. And let's see how this works. All right, can everybody see this whiteboard? Thumbs up if you can see the whiteboard. Okay. All right, so we're going to switch this to text and let's see how this works. Okay. So the first thing we're going to talk about is the collective year. So this is the planet's collective year, which we're in going into 2022. Okay. So to calculate the year, it's really simple. Two plus, oops, plus two plus two equals six right? That's it. Real easy. Um, you're adding all of the numbers together. So right now we just have a, we have three twos. So it's a six. So we're in a six year. Okay. So that was easy math, right? We got that. <laughs> so what in the heck does that mean? So we're going to talk about six. Oh, six is one of the hard ones too. Um, so to back up numerology uses the numbers one through nine, does not use zeros throw those out. It's the numbers one through nine. And then we have master numbers 11, 22, 33. Now, master numbers are also 44 and 55 and all sorts of other cadences. But when you're adding numbers together, you really can't get beyond 11, 22 or 33 when you're adding these groups of numbers. Okay. So one is obviously the beginning of the cycle and nine represents the end of the cycle. And the way that it works in our years is they cycle one through nine. So this was a five year that we were in. 2021, two plus two plus one is a five year. We were in a five year. Now we're going into a six year. Okay, so the collective is moving into a six year. So we're, we're almost to the end of a nine year cycle. So everything operates in these nine year cycles in the, the construct of numerology, okay? So there's a collective cycle, but there's also an individual cycle. So you're gonna learn how to calculate your personal number here in a minute. And you're gonna be able to see where you're at in your nine year cycle. And this is going to help you not only to predict what energy you're going to work with, but it also helps you to understand where you are in relation to your own lessons and your own inner journey in your own self-exploration. Okay. So if one is the beginning and nine is the end, we're going into a collective six years. So we're kind of coming over that middle hump, right? And going down towards the end of the cycle. And six is one of those numbers. So four and six are full of responsibility. <laughs> four and six are the two numbers where it's like, oh man, here we go. Fours and sixes are like when you start to take care of parents that are ailing or you have a bunch of stuff you have to deal with at work or whatever, they're that kind of year. So when we talk about a six year, so um, let's just go into, I'm trying to decide if I want to go into the numbers. I think what I'm going to do instead of doing that is let's calculate our personal number and then we can go through all the numbers because I think that's going to be easier and, and we'll spend some extra time on number six because that's where we're at. So let me bring this little whiteboard back up. So if our collective year is a six, so now 
let's talk about your personal year. Okay, so how do you calculate your personal year? So we already know that we're in a six. Okay, so you're gonna take the year that we're in, okay, plus your birth date, okay? So my birth date is 1121, okay? So one plus one plus two plus one, okay? So my birth date equals five, okay? Plus six equals 11. One plus one equals two. All right, so now this is fun because I have a master number. So we're gonna talk about that right out of the gate. So your personal year is your birth date plus the current year. It's really important to use the current year. If you use the, the year you were born, that's how you're gonna calculate your life path number. Okay, that's like a whole other class. Okay, so your personal year, you're going to add up your birth date plus the year, and you're going to get your number. Now, in numerology, you always break down double digits to single digits. So um, I'll put that on here. Always break down double digits to single digits. Okay, that's what you do in numerology. Now, Master numbers, remember I said 11, 22, 33, these are master numbers. So you can see that my birth date is a five plus the year six equals 11, which means I'm in an 11 two year. So if you're getting a master number and you guys can use the chat if you wanna share. And for those of you who watch the replay or are watching the replay now, you can share in the comments what yours are too, because I think it's interesting. but this is the master 11 and a two year. So I'm still going to use two as my focus of the year, but the master number has additional meaning, which I'll get into when we get into the numbers in a minute. So if you get an 11 or a 22 or a 33, um, which probably isn't likely with the year, but if you get an 11 or a 22, you're gonna to wanna to break that down to a single digit, but you also want to mentally note that you have a master number, which is fun because there's a little bit more magic to it. But ultimately I'm a two year, okay? So the collective year is a six and then your personal year, just one more time, it is your birth date plus current year, okay? So let me see here with everybody, thumbs up if you've gotten your info. Do you know what your year is? And if you don't, why don't you, if you have questions, put it in the chat box. So you have questions about it. Let me put the whiteboard back up so you can see it for there's some new folks joining, okay? And I'm going to pull up the chat. So your birth, it's not your month, Tracy. It's going to be your birth day. So the, the month and the date. So your month and date plus current year 
which is 2022 is what we're going into because we're we're looking at next year. We're not looking at this year, if that makes sense, because we want to predict what our next year is going to be. So whatever your month and date and 2022 adds up to. And again, you're going to break it down. You can see here on the whiteboard, you're going to break it, always break it down to single digits. So let me see. Uh, let me look at some of your questions. So July 24th is a 13, um, which is a four plus six, which is a 10, which is a one. Yes, Denise, that is correct. Wow, so Eve, you're in a, a one year, okay. Um, Tracy, did that help? Let me find your face on here. Did you get that? And you can use the chat box, or again, if you're on the replay, you can chat, put in the comments, but I'd love to hear what your year is from everybody. You can just throw the number in there. So I can see 1128, so eight, so 1128, Tracy. So I'm gonna use this little whiteboard. It's kind of fancy, this whiteboard. So 1128, so you have one plus one plus two plus eight plus six, which is this year. Okay, so this eight plus two is 10, 11, 12. So this is 12 plus the six year equals, okay. So 12 is three plus six is nine. So you're in a nine year, okay. So does that make sense? Looks like, okay, we got three, we got lots of threes, Scott's a three. Also, Robert is a three, it looks like. Is that right? Yeah, three. Jen, you're a nine. Oh, interesting. So we've got some nines, lots of nines and threes, and I'm a two. And Karen, yeah, master numbers. So if you add up your numbers, like mine here, if you see my birth date, 1121 equals five. Five plus six, which is the year, is an 11. That's a master number. So I'm still going to break it down to a two. So you're still going to break your master number down, but you want to note that you have a master number. That's an 11, a 22, or a 33. Not likely you're going to have 33 with your year, by the way, again, but you could have an 11 or a 22. Okay, Mary's a seven. Okay, a five, so yeah, so July 19th, so seven, so nine plus one is a 10, plus seven is 17, that's an eight, an eight plus six is a 14, and that's a five. So you're right, Christina, that's correct. It's fun math, a fun math party, right? A little math party we're having today, which I love math, so I love numerology for this reason. Okay, so is everybody good? Are we feeling good? Um, please use the chat box in the hands if you have questions. I'm happy to answer them as we go, um, but we're gonna go forward into the numbers. Don't you guys wanna know what all this means? Cause it's pretty fun. So, um, so <clears throat> we know that the collective year is a six and now you have your personal year, right? So now what we're gonna do is we're gonna go through the numbers one through nine and talk about what they mean. Now, this is really important. There's hundreds of books on this. You guys could research it on Google to your heart's content. So you don't have to worry about memorization, um, but you do wanna keep track of your, um, 
You do want to keep track of some key words with these because when we're done talking about the year, the same meanings apply for your month and your day. So we're going to calculate those too. Um, oh, nice. So Claire is a six also. So Claire, you've got double six. If your personal year is a six and the collective year is a six, that's important to note too, because they're both going to be sixes. They're both going to be intense. And Karen, you're saying your birthday is July 9th. So seven plus nine is 16, which becomes a seven because six plus one. So you, you're always taking everything down to single digits. So seven plus nine is 16, which is seven. Seven plus six is 13. 13 is four. So Karen, you're in a four year next year. So hopefully that helps and makes sense. Okay. Okay. So we are going to go into um, this awesome year stuff. Okay. So again, this, what I'm going to share is about your year. However, the energy is the same. This is the energy of the numbers one through nine. So I hope that makes sense to everybody. So you can apply these meanings to anything that has to do with that number in numerology, but we're talking about next year because whenever, again, I, you know, I want to teach what I've been doing. So when I would do a year end reading and when I do it for myself, the very first thing I do is calculate the numbers because I want to understand where am I at in my nine year cycle? Where is the collective at in its nine year cycle? So I can understand what lessons and what I'm working through, just like you might get your astrology done, right? And want to understand the planets and how they're impacting you. This is the same kind of thing. Okay, so we go in a cycle one through nine. One is, of course, a new beginning. And I think we had some ones, didn't we? Did we have some ones in here? I don't know. Maybe we didn't. Lots of threes. Um, oh, okay, Eve's in one. Okay. So, yeah. Denise is a one. Okay, so we've got some ones. So one is fabulous. So 2021 was my one year. So I'm completing my one year. And the one year is a new beginning. Um, so Karen, you're, you're not going to have like a master year. You're, the master number is just if it adds up to 11 or 22 or 33. So hopefully that makes sense. So your number is a four and that's what your year is. Your year is a four. Okay. So in the one cycle, so let's talk about your personal year one. So for those of you who are ones, a personal year number one is the start of your nine-year cycle. It's adventure and it's new beginnings. There will be new challenges and a new way to create in your personal year one. This is the year to plant seeds. And this is the year to get clear about your intentions, your goals. So this is like a fresh start. One year is a fresh start. It's time to let go of the past and create new goals and new action steps for the year ahead. Now, a personal year one is typically easier than where you just came from because you just completed a nine year cycle. So if you're a one year in 2022, you're now in 20, or I'm sorry, if you're, yeah, if you're a one year in 2022, right now, this month, 
you are completing the final month of a nine-year cycle. That's pretty profound, right? So when you think about nine years ago and what you've been through since then, let's see, what's nine years ago? 2012, which is also pretty profound, by the way, because that's like the Mayan calendar and the awakening and possibly the we're in the real 2012 or whatever the heck's going on with all that, right? So you are completing this nine-year cycle. So for those of you who are going into a one year and you're completing this cycle, this is a good time. This is a good month to reflect on what in the world has happened in the last nine years, because you're getting ready to start fresh. It's like a new chapter in your book of life. You're going to start fresh, new intentions, new goals. And it's really important in a one year that you put the past behind because it doesn't even matter anymore. You're really going into a new space and it's important to be really present with that, okay? If you are still holding on to things, this is so key. Oh man, this is so key. If you are still taking things from the last nine years into your one year, then you will carry those through the nine-year cycle. So if you're in, let's use a very uh, blatant example. If you're in a toxic relationship and you know it's time to end it, <laughs> but you don't in your one year, you are going to be carrying that through the next nine years. And arguably you will anyways, because you might be unraveling that relationship for the next nine years. So there, there's like a, a lesson of like, let go of everything because you don't want to bring it. You got to move it through. You don't want to bring it through. The other thing is it's, that's coming into my awareness is it's also important to look at what you want to complete this month. That's like, okay, like this inner work, I got to get it done. Or this project I need to finish, you know, things you need to complete, or you want to complete, you want to do it this month because next year, if you're in a one year, you don't want to continue to have that be a thing. So that's really important in a one year, okay? Um, yeah, that's probably all I wanna say in a one year. So one year is fun, cause it's like all new beginnings. It's like excitement and happiness and joy and all that stuff. New beginnings, plant seeds, new intentions. Your new year's resolutions and intentions are gonna be way more important than all the other numbers because you're starting completely fresh. Does that make sense? Okay, so now we go into a two-year. Now I'm a two-year. Anybody else a two-year in here? Let's see, there might have been. No, I think there was a couple twos, maybe, maybe not. Okay, so the number two. Think about that. What is two? That's relationships. Yeah. So the number two represents relationships, collaboration, and patience. Okay. So I'm a number two. So this year, I'm going to be working more on myself and my relationships than I am with a lot of external action steps. So two years are the years that you are going to be deepening relationships, letting go of relationships that don't work. And, and looking at collaboration, patience, and personal growth. Now, two years do have a lot of delay, 
Okay, so if you see the number two, there is some delay. And there's a need for patience, emotional self-control, being calm, releasing anxiety. Number two years are great for marriage. So if you are in a relationship and hoping it's going to move forward, going into a two year is usually a marriage year. And when I think of the number two, I think of the high priestess and the tarot. So the number two, you think of the high priestess that relates to that, that need to deepen and to be patient, right? Because the high priestess archetype is about going within, trusting your intuition, listening to your insight, deepening your spiritual practice. Um, and when we work on our relationships with ourselves and others, that's a huge growth time. So two is a big, it's all about relationships, the good, the bad, and the ugly in regards to relationships. Gabrielle, are you asking about the word archetype? Maybe. All right, so we had quite a few threes here today. So your personal year three. So what is three? Three is creativity and social activities. When we think of three in the Tarot, it's the Empress, right? She's the divine feminine. She's birthing, she's creating, she's got gardens growing all around her. So a three year is a great year for creative expression. So if you're wanting to write a book or start a new hobby or craft or, you know, deepen into music or any of these things, that's what a three-year is really great for. It's excellent for creative expression. It's also very social. So I want you guys to think about the numbers because they kind of do this fun little symbolic dance. One is you, right? One year is all about you. It's one, it's singular. Two is all about relationships, you and another person, right? Three now three is a crowd, right? So three is a social year. You will be busy. You will go out and do things and hang out with people and be social. So for those of you who have a three year in 2022, you're going to be coming out of the quarantine. You're going to actually break through your own ceiling and start to be social again and have more social interaction, however that manifests in your reality. Three years are a good time to check in with old friends and also a time when old friends from the past reappear, okay? You don't really have a lot of consequences in a three-year. So you have responsibilities, but it's not your focus in a three-year. A three-year too could be equivalent to Sagittarius energy where it's like they have a lot of fun and they're the life of the party, but they don't really have to clean up after. You know, <laughs> that's how Sagittarius is. Sorry, guys. I'm on the cusp, so I know a little bit about that. But, but you know, so, so you want to think about a three-year. Those of you who are in a three-year, this is the year you get to have fun and you get to go out and do things and be creative and hang out with people and you don't really have to clean up your mess. Now, eventually you will. That's going to come later in your, in your cycle. So don't forget, <laughs> you're still going to have consequences, but you're just not going to have to deal with them in a three-year. So if you've been feeling heavy, and you're going into a three-year, it's going to lighten way up for you. It's going to be like, woo, I feel better. I feel like my year is happier, right? 
That's what a three year is. Three years are a really good year for your business, especially if you're an entrepreneur or you have a side gig because you're not as scattered and you're more creative and it doesn't actually matter if your tasks are unfinished, okay? <laughs> so, you know, it's kind of like, um, oh, and I'm seeing Christina saying her year was 2020, no social time. Oh my gosh, hopefully you had a lot of creative time in your three year. But yeah, so you're going to you're going to have a good year financially and, and or I'm sorry, professionally like in your career if you're in a 3 year because you don't it doesn't really matter if you get anything done. <laughs> and you're going to create a lot of new things, but just remember when you go into your 4 year 4 is responsibility, we're going to get there in a second. You're going to have to start to deal with what you didn't finish in the 3 years. So it's not like you don't want to be responsible. It's just that you're not going to have all that accountability and heaviness. All right, so when we get into four and six, and this is how I always remember the number four and the number six, okay? So the number four and the number six are both responsibility. Those are heavy years of responsibility when you're in a four-year and a six-year. Here's the difference. A four-year is personal responsibility. A six-year is family and relational responsibility. So in a four year, you may be dealing with the responsibility of your own divorce and stuff that's happening in your life. In a six year, you may be asking mom to come live with you so you can take care of her because she's ailing. Does that make sense? So your focus in a four year may be on you, but in a six year, it's going to be on other people around you. But both of these years are about responsibility. Tamara saying last year was her fourth year and I wonder it sucked. And I know we had some four years because it sounded like Christina also, uh, well, you'd be going into your five year. It sounds like this was your four year, Christina. So, um, so yeah, so a four year is personal responsibility. And the theme of a four year is slow and steady wins the race. So you had this big party in year three, okay? Now it's time for you to exercise be disciplined, get things done, put forth effort. Um, you know, you're going to want to get organized and you're going to want to come down to earth and ground yourself. Okay. So in a, a personal four year, slow and steady wins the race. You're going to feel like you take two steps forward and one step back. Because four years are about personal responsibility, this is about your physical health, your diet, self-care. You might have to deal with personal illness or personal health. And the thing is, a four-year is the, the prep between before the five-year. And the five-year is a lot of change. We're going to get into that in a second. But you see how this cycle works. So the three-year is like creative expression and excitement. Oh, the party's happening. And the four-year is like, oh, crap. Now I have to clean up my room from the party. Because in the five-year, now that everything's cleaned up, you're probably going to go on a trip. Okay? So the four-year is like the cleanup, the self-responsibility. So those of you who are going into a four-year, which it looks like there's several of you, when you go into a four-year, your, your New Year's resolutions want to be focused on action steps around your diet, your health, 
your, your self-care, your discipline and routine. Where a three-year, your New Year's resolutions wants to be about the creative projects you wanna accomplish, you've never been able to do, the book you could never write, the project you could never finish, that kind of thing. Is this making sense to everybody? Okay. Now we go into five year. Five years fun. I'm a Scorpio. I love five years. And I see Tamara also saying, yes, 2022 is her five year and she rocks change. And I love that because that is true. Five year is like, get on the wheel. It is going. It is playing it fast, playing it free, change, travel, movement. It's busy, busy, busy. You're shaking yourself free from old routines. This is the year to let loose. This is about freedom. It's about opportunity. Whenever someone is in a five-year, they're either moving, traveling a bunch, leaving a relationship, meeting somebody new, your whole life's changing. Claire saying five was hell for her. Oh gosh. Yeah, it's a lot of change. It's a lot of like, if you're not grounded going into that five year, it, it's going to be crazy. And this is where the inner work's so important because when we run in these cycles, this is why I'm teaching this class. And this is why I love to look at numerology because if we start to understand where we are in our cycles, we can start to do the self-development and the inner work to prepare ourselves to move through the cycle. It's why we find out our astrology, right? It's the exact same thing. Numerology is the same thing as astrology. It's a data point. It is understanding I am going to work with this kind of energy. And if we work with it, we can move through it, right? We can, we can go to the next thing and it doesn't affect us. Mary saying 2020 was her five year and it sucked. Oh gosh. Yeah. Five years can be really hard or they can be really, really fun, but either way, they're very fast. What is 2021 collectively? Five year. So this collective year was a five year, 2021. And time just flew. It's already December. Can any of us believe that? Right? So time just flew. So what we're going to see from numerology is in 2022, time's going to slow down. We're not going to feel so like, frenzied and out of control and like we can't keep track of things right because a five year is very fast paced and then the six year kind of slows it back down so collectively we've been in a five year and if you think about movement and change right we have the new all sorts of new systems in place and things happening and unexpected stuff right like unexpected lockdowns that's a five-year thing right because it's all mayhem now, five years can be really fun because I like five years because I know, okay, some big stuff, I might go on some bigger trips. I might go and have some, you know, cool experiences. So five years has a positive and a shadow, of course. Okay, so now we go into a six year and we're going to emphasize and put a little star by the six year because this is the collective year of 2022, right? Two plus two plus two is six. Remember I said six is the other responsibility, but it's not about yourself. It's about everyone around you. So what does that mean in the collective, right? So a personal year six is taking responsibility at home with your family and in love. So it's a, your 
nurturing and concern of your family and loved ones is what becomes the priority in a six year. Now, what does that mean in the collective, right? That means that collectively as a human race, we are going to be more focused on our relationships, our loved ones, and taking care of each other, which is beautiful because it's setting us up for this Aquarian age of community, right? It's moving us into that space. A six year, you will have to make a sacrifice for someone close to you. You will experience changes in your own personal life because of your sacrifices for others. Okay. A six year is the year you finish projects you started before. You may not feel like you're making any progress in this six year, but by the end of the year, you're going to be like, holy cow, I made a ton of progress. There is more harmony and tranquility in a six year and it is slower paced. So I know some of you guys were in a double six. So Claire, good news for you is double six means you're going to have a slower year where you might actually feel like you can get in control of your projects or what you want to accomplish or your goals because you're going to have space and time that you didn't feel like you had in a five year now for all of us the collective things are going to slow down a little bit which is good we're going to be more focused on each other and less on ourselves which is also good we might feel like we are in the same damn narrative every single day, but by the end of 2022, we're going to be like, whoa, we have come so far. So that's super cool energy. Now, Tamara has a great question. Does everyone experience a collective and also their personal? Yes. So there's a collective energy happening. And then there's our personal energy. And it's really the alchemy of the two. It's how they integrate that creates your experience. So Tamara, you're saying you're a five-year and a six-year, so that's a great example. So you're in a very fast-moving year, but the collective is slowing down. So it's probably going to be easier for you to be grounded in your five-year because you have the six happening. Because the six is focused on family and others, your changes in the five-year may have more to do with the people around you than yourself. So that's how they work together, if that makes sense to everyone. The collective year and your personal year work together, which is why it's good to understand both. So as a collective, we've been in a five fast-paced, fast-moving, nothing-sticking kind of year, and we're going into a slower, family-focused, nurturing, take responsibility year. So that's a good thing. That's a really, really good thing. Okay. Now your personal year seven. So seven is the spiritual hiatus number. Okay. Seven is spiritual. Seven is equivalent to the hermit in the tarot, even though the hermit's a nine. 
but seven is like that hermit energy. So it's very spiritual. It's seven years are the years you do self-development. You maybe go on a spiritual retreat or take a hiatus. You're, you're more focused on the internal in a seven year. A seven year is the time to pause, reflect, look at your goals. Um, you've had all of this active, fast paced responsibility energy for several years. So in a seven year, you're coming into a place for reflection, introspection, quiet time, private time. You also want to release responsibility in a seven year. Okay. So you may go back to school in a seven year because you don't really want to work anymore and you just want to study and write. That's a seven year energy. Lots of writing, analyzing, thinking, contemplation, learning, study in a seven year. Seven years are also a year where you pursue education. So I said you go back to school, but it's also for those of you who are going into a seven year in 2022, you may be seeking out courses and programs and spiritual development or healthcare learning or whatever it is because you're going into this space. And Christina, that's a great question. So you're saying explain more about the personal five-year and a six-year. It's a paradox. It is a paradox, but they play off of each other. So personally, you're going to experience a lot of change, but that change may come through yourself and your family where the external collective isn't going to be changing as much. The external collective is slowing down when you're speeding up kind of thing. Hopefully that helps. So your seven year is a very spiritual year, which I love for those of you who might be going into that. Now, when you get into the eighth year, so we're eighth and ninth, the last two years of your cycle, an eight year, eight infinity, right? Eight relates to the magician in the tarot, even though the magician is a one. But the eight is the infinity symbol over the magician's head in the tarot, and the eight is power infinity, strength. Your eight year is like when you put on the power suit and you go make it happen. Okay. Your eight year is about attaining, being powerful, making big decisions. Um, you come out of this seven year, it's like you do all this reflection in the seven year and you go into the eight year and you're acting on what you reflected on. It's expansion, confidence, leadership, ownership, status, power. And I'll tell you what, once you understand your cycle, I'm curious, let me see if I can change this view here. And for those of you on the replay, please share in the comments. Show of, is anybody in an eight year? right now or going into an eight year here? Maybe no one, well, that's interesting. So here's what I wanna say about an eight year. The eight year, you have all this power and strength and you've just come off of this introspection. This is the time to get all your shit done, pardon my language, because you do not wanna be doing it in your nine year, right? <laughs> because if you don't get it done in your nine year, you're gonna take it into nine more years. Remember how I said that in your one year? 
So you want to leverage that eight. So if anybody that watches this is in an eight year, you want to leverage the hell out of that because that is when you're going to get your stuff done. You don't want to be waiting till the nine year because you might run out of time. So eight is like, yeah, go for it. Oh, I can't wait to talk about months now. I'm really excited, but I have, we have one more number, which is the nine, the end. Nine is the end. And it is exactly what you think it is. It is the time to reflect and wrap up loose ends. You're going to take inventory. So how many of you guys are nines now or going into a nine? Either one. Okay. So Tracy's going in, Jen's going into a nine. Okay. 2020 was my nine. Isn't that interesting? So the, those of you that are going into a nine year, this is the time to button things up. So, you, so your new year's resolutions wants to be about what do I want to finish <laughs> next year? Because I want to be done. And if you're in a nine year now going into a one year, which some of you guys were, then you want to sit and say, what did I finish? Acknowledge what you finished. But your nine year is like, okay, I've been working on this lesson for eight years. It is time for me to wrap this lesson up because <laughs> I do not want to work on it for 10 more years. That's another decade of work. Can you imagine? Nine years are the time to acknowledge your achievements. And it's also a time to focus on the earth. So for those of you going into a nine year and Judging by who raised their hands, because I know you, this is really cool because the nine year means you're going to take everything you learned in the last eight years and start using it to help humanity. This is the year you're being asked to step out. And that's part of the completion too, which is pretty cool. I forgot how much I love numerology until I'm teaching it right now. And I love it so much. It's so fun. So here's the really fun part. We're going to go back to our math. Okay. So we're going to go to our little whiteboard. And let's see here. I want to go to text. And it's kind of weird. I can't really, I don't really know how to, let's put text over here, I guess. So we're going to talk about your personal month. All right. Okay. So your personal month is this, you're going to take your personal year and the current month, okay? So for example, if my personal year is a two, so personal year, so mine is a two, as an example, plus the month. Okay, so for example, two plus January is a one, right? Right? So that equals three. Oh my gosh, look at all these symbols. What's going on? Okay, equals three. So my personal year is a two plus February equals four. Does this make sense? So I just want you to calculate your personal month, January, start there. So you're going to take 
whatever your personal year is that we just calculated plus the month, which January is a one. Okay. And if you guys have questions or just put in the number, what is your month going to be? So if you're a personal year one, your January is a two month. And how this works is you're going to see, I mean, you can add them all up, but you're going to see it's obviously in a nine cycle, right? <laughs> so you're going to be like, okay, for me, if I start in a three, if you list January through December, I'm three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, one, two, three, four, right? I'm, you're starting back over after the nine. Do you see how this works? Okay, eight, six, two, nine, two, yep. So this is where the fun begins. So um, November is a two. Yes, it is, Tracy, you're right, you got it. It's a master number. So it's an 11 two. We'll get into master numbers at the end. Okay. Five tomorrow, okay. So Tracy, what was your year number? Okay, so your year is a nine. So you're a one in January. You're actually starting at the beginning of your cycle. And Jen, yes, you're a one also because you're a nine. So you guys that are nines, you're one. Okay, so here's where the fun begins to plan out your year. Cause I love to plan. <laughs> I love to plan. And this is what is fun about predicting because it's less, what are we doing? Fatalism's dead, right? That's what we're talking about. That's what we've been talking about. This is my mind-blowing everything for the rest of my life is I've been a psychic and I'm telling you fatalism's dead, right? What are we doing? We're creating our life, right? We're not predicting what's going to happen. So let's take the, the nine ladies, for example. So the nine ladies, you guys are in a one month at the beginning of your nine year, okay? So you create your life. So what do we know about ones? That's new beginnings, right? You're in a nine year, so you're at the end of your cycle, right? You're, you're, you know you've got to get things done. Well, a one year is, or a one month, the number one, is about planting seeds. So you know, gosh, January, right out of the gate, I need to set my intentions of what I'm going to complete for this nine year. And you can go deeper. We're in a six year collectively maybe your intentions are going to revolve around your family, your lineage, your work with others or the earth, because you're, you're a nine in a one month in a six year collectively. Does that make sense? So you're going to take all those energies into account to say, gosh, I, I want to do, this is the energy of this month, numerology. So this is what I want to focus on. Let's see, we've got quite a few fives, fives and fives. So you guys will, are you guys fives in the month or five in the year? Some of you are both. So for those of you who are five going into a six month, right? Cause January would be your one. So if you're in a five year next year, which I think was a handful of you guys. So you're in a five year, right? This is movement, fast paced change, right? but you're going into a six month because five plus one for January is a six. What's six? 
responsibility, right? And family, responsibility to your family. That's also the collective energy of the planet. So you're in a six month with the collective six energy. So you might spend the whole month of January focused on your family and what you haven't resolved with your family members, what you want to heal or, or things that you're responsible for with your family. So is this making sense? So here's some fun things to take into account. Go ahead and when you do your math, things that I look for, when is my seven month? Okay, so like Claire just said, seven is her seven month is January. What is seven all about? Spiritual hiatus, right? So you wanna identify what month is your seven month next year because that's the month you wanna plan your retreat your vacation, your spiritual development, extra meditation, self-reflection, right? That's your spiritual month. If you're saying, so when a client asks me, hey, I really wanna do this spiritual retreat, but I don't know when to do it. This is one of the ways we look at it because you might say, wow, I wanna take a spiritual retreat. Well, my seven month is, is October. So that might be the very best time for you to go on that yoga retreat right? Because that's your spiritual energy. You do not want to plan a major social gathering in your seven months. So this is another way you can use it, right? Your seven month is all about introspection. You don't want to get married that month <laughs> when you suddenly have or have a family reunion. <laughs> You're going to be like, I'm not going to be want to be around anyone. Let's say you, you're ready to leave your job. You know you're going to leave and you don't know when. Oh, I want to retire. I don't know when. Where's your five month? Look for it. Five months are for change and movement and travel and lots of busyness. And, and same concept applies. You're not going to schedule a spiritual yoga retreat in the middle of your five month. You're not going to feel like you got a break even if you go. Right? So this is how you can use your numbers based on your personal month to actually plan out your year. Now, nothing's perfect, right? You can get an astrology reading and it's the same thing, right? When you get an astrology reading, it's like, oh, you know, I shouldn't go on a trip this, this time because the planets say not to, right? So sometimes we have to do it anyways, but it's really nice to have this as a planning tool for the whole year, right? To be able to look at those months and say, what are these months really meaning for me? And how does this relate to my year? And how does this relate to the collective? And I love this, Claire, you're saying validation for what your plan already was. Yes, hopefully you're in sync. You also want to know when your nine month is. I mean, you want to know all of them, but like a nine month, that's your, your ending month, right? So you're like, well, what am I going to complete that month? Same thing with your, your one month. So you just want to identify, you want to use this math to identify your months. I think it's really important because in this class, we're gonna go through our month by month tarot predictions. It's gonna be so fun. Well, if you have your numerology, you're gonna be able to line up the cards with that too. So if it, for all of you who are gonna continue through this little three-part journey with me, 
The third class, you're going to want for the third class to have in your journal your number months. You're going to want to know what is my numerology cycle because that's going to relate to the monthly card predictions that we're going to do as well. Because you may have a five month and there may be a, an accident or something crazy in that month, some kind of the tower card. And you're like, oh shit, like my five month, that's my five month. And my cards are also saying something's going to happen. This is how you know more is to it than just the energy, right? There's something else going on. So it's really good to know what your numbers are and to explore those. Now we're going to bring up the whiteboard because you can also do this for every single day. You guys, if you really want to figure out your numerology, you can do this for the day as well. So we're going to go back here. Personal day. Okay. So you're going to need your personal month number and you're gonna add it to the current day. Okay, so um, let me see if I can get this on here. Okay, so you're gonna have your personal month plus the date. So for example, we now know using my example here, I'm a three in January, right? This is January. So two plus one is three. That's how I got that, my personal year plus the month. Now I'm gonna add the day so January 1st, we'll say January 1, that's a four, okay? <laughs> so you can really get crazy if you want to. You really could get super crazy with this because now I know that on January 1st, I am in a four day, which goes back to the response, my own personal responsibility. So what that tells me is on New Year's Day, my New Year's resolutions and my energy that day needs to be focused on what I'm ready to take responsibility for in my own life. Right? And so do I calculate my numerology every single day? No, but sometimes I do. Sometimes I do, I say, well, what is going on here? And you can do this for the collective. So, you know, when I send out my monthly messages and things, I take these into account. Like I may say, okay, we're in a six year next year. So January is a seven for the collective, right? January is a very spiritual, hermited, introspective month. Well, I think we're going to have some lockdowns. So I'm kind of feeling like that seven month is all of us inside and being invited to go within ourselves into that hermit energy. So my messaging to the, to all of you guys and to the collective in January probably is going to have a lot to do with introspection, self-reflection, contemplation, right? Because that's the energy of the collective month. So if you want to calculate your little numbers, it's nice to have your personal year and month like up on your computer or in your journal, you know, um, which is what we've calculated today, because then in the morning, when you sit down to do your email, you can say, oh, what's my number today? Oh, today's 
sixth day, oh man, I'm going to probably get a call from my mom, right? <laughs> whatever it is, right? I might have to deal with my daughter or whatever it is that's going on. You might have that happen. So it gives you this energy. Now you can even go down to the hour and the minute, which I'm not going to get into today because it's a little bit more calculation, but you can Google it if you really want to know. Um, so you could get that crazy, just like you can with astrology. You could literally look at your astrology every minute of every day. But the important thing is to understand the cycles you're in in the month and in the year, because that's going to help you understand where you're at and also to be able to plan and set intentions for what you want to do each and every single month. And it will correlate with astrology. That's one of the things I love about this is you're, you're learn today what your personal year number is. If you go look at your astro astrological focus for the year, I bet it lines up or correlates in some way. That's what's so cool because it's just more data, right? It's just data to help us organize our energy and, and to optimize our energy, right? I love the idea of optimization because you might have an application on your phone and maybe you use it to look at a couple of things, but you're not optimizing it. Maybe you're not using every single thing inside of that application, right? This is the same thing with numerology and astrology and other predictive divination tools is you might have the tools, but are you optimizing them? Meaning I know it's gonna be a two year focused on relationships, am I going to optimize that year and really focus on work around my relationships? Because if I do that, it's going to purify karma. It's going to clear out baggage. It's going to heal my lineage. And I'm not going to have to deal with it the next year. And I'm definitely not going to have to deal with it in a decade when the two year comes back around, because I'll be in a whole different area, right? So it's pretty cool stuff. I love numerology. It is pretty cool stuff. And there's lots and lots of books and information out there about numerology. So you can go to town with all of that. And what I'm giving you is just kind of the general overview. So how this is going to work. So first and foremost, if you join the Ajata Casa community, you're going to, you, here's how you get there. For those of you who don't know, you're going to go to lisamgunshore.com. You're going to click on Sacred Council and a drop down menu is going to drop down and you're going to see a Jatakasa sign up. Click on that. You're going to go to the website, which is um, ajatakasa.disciplemedia.com, and you're going to join. When you hit the paywall, leave because it's free this month. And within 24 hours, I'll turn you on. So you'll be able to go back to that same link and sign in and you'll be able to access the community. Within the community, there's the social community, but there's also all the calls and videos and classes and courses and workshops. There's hundreds of videos in there. That is where on the events tab in Ajata Casa is where the Zoom links are for this class. So you can attend this class for free next Sunday and the following Sunday by joining the free Ajata Casa. So I'm giving a lot away um, and that's okay. I want you to be a part of this because it's really fun. So that's how you get in there. So next week, so here's your homework. So next week, we're going to talk about your esoteric theme. You will want to come to the class with your own cards. It does not matter next week if they're tarot or oracle or whatever. It doesn't matter. Whatever deck 
you feel connected to that you want to pull from is what you want to come to the call with. And what we're going to do next week is we're going to, you are going to pull your own theme and we're going to talk about how to use that theme to set yourself up for inner work and, and success and intention for 2022. That's going to be next week. And we're going to talk a little bit more about in depth about why we do an esoteric theme as well. So that's next week. So by the end of next week, you're going to understand your numerological focus for the year and for the month. And you're also going to know what is the esoteric work you're doing for 2022. The third class, the third week, third Sunday in December, a third and final class, you will want to come with a tarot deck. So if you do not have a tarot deck, you want to order one or get one at a store or whatever, you want one by then. And if you have a million tarot decks, you want to pick the one you want to use. I use Rider Weight for predictions. So that's what I'll be using to teach you guys from, but you can do whatever you want. Just make sure it's tarot for the third week. And the third week is very intense. It's, it's definitely an experience together because what we're going to do is the wheel of time spread, but I don't follow the normal rules. So I'm going to teach you what I do. And it seems to work because for those of you who've gotten readings from me for the end of the year, for the last 15 years, there's a reason. <laughs> They're usually pretty right. So I'm going to teach you not only how to do this spread, but how to read a particular pyramid of these cards for each month and you're actually we're going to read them together so I'm going to guide you through so when you walk my intention is when you walk out of that third class you're going to understand each month the key themes for yourself the numerology and and what some events that may or may not happen those months so we're going to go through our year completely together and the tarot deck name is Rider Wade. I'll put it in the chat. So, and then I'll give you homework at the third class of just things that you can do with all this information on New Year's to have your own special little New Year's ritual um, before you go into 2022. Now, last but not least, I want to talk about master numbers. Okay, good. Is that what you're going to ask, Eve? Okay. So master numbers. So here's the deal. If you have a master number, so I have a master year next year. I have an 11 too, which is pretty fun and exciting because I was born on 1121. So 11 is a really important number for me. Master numbers, 11, 22, 33, 44, 55, 111, 188, right? We've, we've all heard of these master numbers, angel numbers, all that stuff, right? Essentially what you want to know is that the master numbers 11 and 22 carry a specific frequency. These numbers are about spiritual conquest, added awareness and powers of perception. It's a lot of paranormal. So whenever you have an 11 or a 22, but especially an 11, which I find this very fascinating because that's my year next year, it's a lot of power, paranormal activity.
22s are also very spiritual, but much like the number two, they're relationship focused. So a 22 year is when you may build a relationship with a guru or spiritual teacher or end one. Where an 11 year is more about mystical experiences. They're still going to carry the frequency of their single digit. So for example, I'm going into an 11 two year. So my master number 11 means it's a very spiritual year for me next year. And there's a lot of paranormal activity, but I'm still going into a two year. So I'm still focused on relationships. So if you had a master number 22, you're going to be going into a very spiritual year, but you're still in a four year dealing with personal responsibility. So it's a frequency. And that's really all there is to it, to the master numbers. It's not very extensive. It's more just that it's a frequency and it carries with it those angelic numbers. You can look up angel numbers, right? And there's all sorts of definitions for master numbers, right? The main thing to know with numerology is if it adds up to a master number, you're still going to take it to the single digit, but you want to note that that master number means you're going to have spiritual experiences. So for me, I know I'm dealing with relationships, but I also know that I might be dealing with relationships that have a spiritual underpinning. So I may be deepening relationships with spiritual connections. I may be deepening relationships with the paranormal next year, more so than I'm focused on regular relationships, or it could be both. Does that make sense? I was stoked when I saw that because that's pretty awesome. And you can do it with your address too. By the way, if you add up your house number, um, my dream is to live in an 11 house and hopefully one day I will. Um, I'm 1121, my husband is 411 and my littlest stepdaughter is 911. So we all have these 11s and my, my middle stepdaughter is turning 11 on 2-22-22 next year. So she's got a master number birthday and age next year. This is really, really powerful. It means that there's this opportunity for a major awakening for her in some way on her birthday. We're gonna have an angel number birthday for her because we're really excited. It's gonna be all golds and silvers. So when you think about master numbers, it's really fun. And you can see like Elizabeth Peru, the astrologer is really good about naming uh, master numbers. And I try to do it. I think you guys have noticed probably a third of the time in the transmissions, we talk about master numbers. Like this month is about a master number 33, but usually each month, there's maybe one or two master numbers. There's not a lot of master numbers in the dates, but they do exist. So you can look at your calendar and say, well, what, what dates are actually 11s? Like those are very special sacred days when you can find them, meaning, um, you know, June 5th, right? Six and five is an 11, but you have to add the year to you. So I'm trying to think if you did, if, if it was June 5th 
of 6,005, that would be an 11 and 11 and a 22, right? That's like a very profound day. So you can add up the dates to see if these certain days are master number days. Sometimes I take the time to do it for you guys each month and sometimes I don't. It just depends on what I can do or not do. And yes, Gabriella, that's correct. So yeah, so numerology 101. So there's some great books about numerology. If you loved this today and you want to dive in, there's a Mac ton of information out there. There's so much numerology and we didn't even get into your life path and your spiritual path and all that other stuff. And you can add all your, these numbers. You can do all sorts of crazy things. You can even do your numerology for your name. And some people even change their name to match a certain numerology frequency. I mean, this is the kind of cool stuff you can do with your numerology. So you can really have fun with it and play around with it. And I highly recommend it because it's really, really fun. So yeah, so next week, same time, same place. And this particular class is going to go up on YouTube. I promise I won't put all your faces on there, but it will be up on YouTube um, for people to access because I am offering it for free if you're in a Jada Casa. So I felt like that was fine. Um, and if you're not in a Jada Casa, please get in there. It's so awesome. And we do stuff like this all the time. So I've got lots of new things planned for next year um, that we'll be doing in class form for members only. So take advantage while you don't have to be a paid member, but um, get in there and, and check it out and um, have fun calculating your numerology. And I'll see you guys next Sunday or sooner. Bye guys.